But one of the biggest things is, is that the team, in anything, in any environment, the team can't win if the coach sucks. It would be very, very difficult. Especially if the coach is the reason, in some cases, that the team gets stuck. So mm-hmm. let's, let's spend some time talking about that. Let's do it. We had everything going against us. Yeah, we were young. We were broke. We didn't know anything about business. We literally started from nothing. We were never supposed to make it. Okay, so what does it mean the team can't win if the coach sucks? Like, what exact? What does it mean? What does it look like in business to suck? What does that mean? And, and the first thing that pops into my head is that you're just not working. Okay. You're not working. You're not... If you are a coach, you're not leading by example, showing people what it looks like to work okay. in whatever industry that you're working in. Okay. So let's, let's talk about like in our industry mm-hmm. without going into tons of specific, but it applies to everything. Um, let's say you get in business, any industry, you say, I'm going to build an agency. I'm going to build a company. Okay. Okay. So the coach really sets the culture, sets the stage for everything, right? Mm-hmm. So someone gets in business, they go, all right, I'm going to build this huge organization. I'm going to have 100, 100 real estate agents. I'm going to build this big office. We're going to sell 300 homes a month, whatever it may be. Or in our industry, we're going to have 100 agents or 1,000 agents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of work that gets done in, 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 uh, in that process. There's a lot of stuff that has to happen where in the beginning, everything starts with you as the coach, right? Yeah. I think a lot of times people's standards and their identity is, is small. And so they get to a point where good enough, you know, becomes good enough. And that's when things start to fizzle and get stagnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you stop growing. So you said someone that doesn't work, mm-hmm. uh, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. I wrote a couple things down. Not doing what you're supposed to do is one. Retiring early, right? Not, yes. not literally retiring, maybe. I think mentally. Mentally checking out. Mm-hmm. Okay. H- how does someone mentally check out? What's that, what's that look like? I think it's the, to the point where you're so comfortable that you might be still going through the motions. You're still showing up. You're still doing a little work here or there. But there's no spark. There's no passion. There's no enthusiasm for what you're doing. Mm. So it's, you're mentally checked out. You're just kind of coasting. Yeah, you almost you almost go into. Um, it, I think it almost becomes survival mode, even though it's on the other end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it went from being broke, trying to survive, to being lazy and doing enough to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that happens so much. Yeah, and a lot of times I think it happens without you really even noticing it. You just it, you kind of slip into it. Yeah. So let's let's go through a couple points on this, which will probably be a short episode. Um, but I, I will start by, by prefacing the entire thing in saying that if there's one thing we've done pretty well in, in our time in business so far is we have not done that yet. We have right. not, we have not gotten to the point where we kind of checked out, right? So a coach doesn't have to literally suck at what they do, mm-hmm. but they, they suck at what they're doing today. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't, ha- it doesn't have anything to do with talent or even necessarily with your skill sets. 
I think it's more the mentality behind it. The drive, right? The drive, the, the hunger. work ethic, yes. The hunger, right? You're the captain of the ship and you're not captain you're not, not captaining. you're not captaining <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. Right? So you're just sitting back and pointing the finger, "Hey, good job. Great job, champion. You're awesome. Oh, cool. Hey, you have some appointments for me?" Right? And then what ends up happening is is like the the morale the the fire that comes from the coach the fire that comes from captain isn't there anymore mm-hmm. and now we're relying on little spot fires from other people to try to build a company and then we kind of plateau yeah i bet yeah. you some of you guys can relate to that so let's go through a couple things um in order for coach not to suck what has to happen let's give a couple points yeah the first one is is that you can't stop doing what got you there Okay, what does that I mean? think that's the point where you slip in. It means that your the amount of let's say amount of appointments that you're running, um, you know the people who you're talking to, basically all the things that you were feeding into your business that were giving it that energy, that personality, that drive. You have to keep doing them. You can't stop because you're like, hey, like things feel like they're moving on their own now, so I'm gonna start pulling back and let you know let it roll. You could do that someday. Yeah, someday. That's the goal. That is the ultimate goal is to not have to do the work forever, right? But what is that someday? I think that someday is different for everybody. But I I think most of the time it happens too soon. In fact, I would even make make a case that the people that are in a position in most cases were they could justify coasting are the ones that don't ever coast, mm-hmm. right? They get the people that got that big, they continue to light a fire, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they're there versus, um, you know, in the, in a traditional business world, there's different businesses, right? I'm gonna build something to last or I'm gonna build something to sell and the build to sell. You put a lot less worry into the longevity, right? Because you're, you're just trying to build it enough to sell it. Yeah. You know, so everything in place is maybe different than someone who's building something to last. Um, but I think some of us, we, we do this quick, you know, oh, we're making more money than we've ever made in our life. Or, mm-hmm. oh, we're doing better than we've ever done before. And then just, right? Yeah. And the stuff that got the business off the ground to begin with, we stop doing once we have enough to kind of go, oh man, I'm good. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. surviving. I don't have to worry about this or that. So don't stop doing what got you there. So mm-hmm. that means whatever fundamentals actually got you some momentum, like literally what got you off the ground. If it got you off the ground, it'll get you all the way to the moon if you keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, number two, uh, don't let your team be better than you. Don't let your team beat you. What I do think- we mean by that? I think it's... Because the goal is to have people working with you yeah, that are better than you. So we don't literally mean that. Right. Yeah. But we mean what? Meaning that you have to show up and you have to do the work and you have to get the results. If, if you are in real estate and you're telling people like, hey, you got to go sell these houses. It's easy. You know, just go out there, flyer, meet people, but you're not doing any of it. You know, you, they're literally making more money than you. They're selling more homes than you, things like that. Then it's hard for them to take advice if their results are bigger than yours. 
Unless you're already at a pinnacle level of leadership. Yes, exactly. If you've, if you've hit that point where you are making, you where know. They, where they look at you and they go, damn, dude, I want exactly what this lady has. Yes. To do nothing and be rich. Like, yes. But if you're not at that point, then the worst thing you can do is let your team, not necessarily beat you, but I should correct my wording. Don't let your team outwork you. Outwork, yes. I think that causes some resentment when that happens. Oh, we just did an episode we on just resentment. Did that, yeah, I think. So, it okay, so clarify what is resentment? Why do you say that? It's it's that um, it's that you you feel like you're working so hard to earn somebody else money because in real estate, you know, it's the same, um, but they're not working at all. So they're just relying on you to do all the work so that way they can generate some income. That's where resentment comes into this. Imagine, imagine someone in your business going, my coach is lazy. Hmm. Can you imagine that? Mm-mm. Like my coach is lazy. They, they want me to do all the work. Yeah. And that's Man, where you lose that's people. That's ugly. You that's lose ugly. people. The, the day, there's a moment in time where in, in business relationships where this happens in any relationship actually, but specifically we're talking in business mm-hmm. where somebody realizes that they're outworking their coach, but their coach isn't there yet where that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then I, I feel like the second that happens, they see every, they see everything through a different lens. Right? It's like a moment of clarity mm-hmm. where you go, I think, I think they need me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You start looking around and going, okay, so if they're not working and they're not at a point where, you know, they've earned that, you know, sort of right, then I'm everything they have. Or they're, or maybe they're working, but they're doing the easy stuff. They're not doing the stuff that's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that builds momentum, the stuff that builds a business. Um, you know, it's that, it's that mentality of if, if you need me, then you can't lead me and coach me. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and so one thing I've always done is make it very, make it very um, clear in my work ethic that we don't need anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, we're, we're going to win bigger and better and faster with you, but if you left, we'd replace you, you know? And in the sense that we, we never stop doing the fundamentals that win championships, right, mm-hmm. in business, the fundamentals that got the ship off the ground to begin with. Uh, another one, um, what does it mean if coach sucks? Is when it, when it all becomes about you. Mm-hmm, Yeah. So don't let it all become about you. What do I mean by that? If it's all about you making money, you getting awards, you getting recognized, you being the king. Um, a good friend of ours says you could be the king or the kingmaker. The kingmaker, right? Yes. Man, who would you rather be? The kingmaker. Why? I I mean for the first thing is that I think it's way more fulfilling. I would be way more passionate about seeing other people, helping other people get from where they are to where they want to be. Yeah. And I think it's more profitable, you know? 100%. It's going to be more profitable. Because I'd rather have 100 kings that I get 1% 
from than 100% of me being the king by myself, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's uh, stability. That's stability. That's profitability. I think it's more fun. Yeah. Right? Which goes along with fulfillment. Like you mentioned, it's, it's a ton of fun to be the reason that other people are excited about their life, right? To be, the, mm-hmm. to be part of the reason other people are winning, to be part of the reason other people are financially free. And, and really to watch someone go from nothing to everything you know, is, is a blast. It's so cool. It's so cool to think that you played a positive role in someone's life. Right. But coach sucks when coach is worried about themselves all day. Yeah. And coach is thinking about themselves all day. And every time coach talks, they're like, Oh man, I'm just so great. And Oh man, I really killed it this Mm -hmm. month. And Oh man, I really gave it my best versus like a culture of, um, of giving, right. Mm -hmm. Where everything's, everyone gets where everyone's like, you know what? We did it as a team. Like, That's a culture that's unselfish. Yeah. If you're any organization should be worked as, as a team. Yeah. And if you've ever had a coach that even if you just played sports that blames you for any game that you lost, but takes all the credit for the games that you won, that is the most frustrating thing because you know that you put all the work in and they didn't. Yeah. Another one. Coach sucks if they like to babysit and micromanage. Nobody likes to feel like they have a parent with them 24-7. <laughs> pointing out the things that they're doing wrong or, hey, I, that's not the way I would do it. You, As an adult, you, you're, when you're a teenager, right, you're so excited to become 18 because you're like, no one's going to be able to tell me what to do. I want to make my own decisions. I want to get my driver's license. I'm going to drive adults yes we still want our own freedom nobody wants to be micromanaged and told like nitpicking at someone you know you if you're micromanaging someone it's because you have way too much time because you're not working yeah you have nothing else to do but micromanage you go into manager mode managers don't make a lot of money Mm -hmm. leaders make money yeah managers are paid to babysit yes you know so i'm gonna pay you seventy-five thousand a year and you're the general manager, or you're the manager, or you make 200000 a year, and you're the manager. But you're, you're still an employee managing other people, right? In business, in leadership, coaching is not micromanaging, right? Coaching is leading by example. Leading by example, although we hear it a bunch as a kid, you need to lead by example. What, is it, what does that mean in leadership? It means that, that the team should be able to watch what I do every day, see my results, see my numbers, and go, if I just do that, I'm going to make it, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah. I don't have to tell them anything. They could just watch. A really good coach goes out, gets the job done, and then comes back to the team and goes, let me show you what I did and how I did it, right? That's a, that's a great coach. Not babysit, micromanage. Yeah. And sometimes people do that because it gives them a feeling of relevance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're going to hit some people in the heart right now. Significance. Yeah. Okay. What is, what do I mean by that? Why, why does that, why do people do it sometimes? Because it makes them the feeling of needing to be needed. Yeah. They, they want to piggyback on someone's success. They want to be the person who says like, oh yeah, I coached them. I, I told them how to do this, blah, 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 but not, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Right. So it's just that feeling that you just need to be important. 
But but you could get that feeling by going out and kicking a lot of ass yourself. Yeah. Yeah. If you're working and you're getting results and you're, you know, seeing success, people are going to want your advice. They're going to want your feedback. Right. Because you're working, but nobody wants to hear from you if you're just zero, zero, zero doing nothing and just micromanaging people who that doesn't, it's not fun. It doesn't sound like fun. It doesn't look like fun. The, the five levels of leadership are position, right? Which is very weak. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're my boss. Right. You're my, you're my parent. You're my upline. Mm-hmm. You're my manager. You're my whatever. Right. And then relationship. So that means like, I actually like you. So I listen to you a little bit. And then after that comes production, right? So production is where like real leadership, you, you gotta, that's where it starts, yeah. right? Like you, people who want to be significant so bad, but then like they suck. Why? Because they don't do anything. It's like the person who writes a book, but the only thing they ever did was write a book. Like they never did anything before they wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Or the person who, you know, wants to lead conferences, but they, but they don't have anything behind their name where people go, oh, I want to learn from them because of that, mm-hmm. you know? So production is like the, the first level that you have to get to where you as the coach have to have some results. Yeah. You have to, sh- you have to prove that you are good mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't prove that in words. It's all action. You prove that in action and consistency and numbers, right? And then the next level of leadership is reproduction, right? Which is like duplication, mm-hmm. which is I could teach other people how to do what I've done. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we start to develop and you could see it in the business and you could see it in life because there are other people whose lives are better and are better at what they do because they get coached by that person. And then pinnacle level of leadership is where I respect you because of who you are and everything beneath it, right? Mm-hmm. And so babysitting is not production, and it's not reproduction, and it's not a pinnacle level of leadership. Babysitting is position level leadership. It's the lowest level. Yeah. It's just pure, it's not even management, it's babysitting. Yeah, and again, people resent that. And they resent that, 100%. Last thing, last thing. Hopefully there's some, I think there's some good value in this. Um, that I think the coach, coach sucks when coach stops growing. Yes, and it becomes, it's very, very obvious when your coach stops growing. How is it obvious? I think it's even in just the conversations. Conversate, when you are working, and you're getting results, you have a lot to talk about. If you're training, you have things to train on. In conversations, you have feedback to give because you are on your A game. Mm. But when you're not, that's when it becomes hard to coach people. That's when it becomes hard to train people. You're struggling because you're not doing the things that you used to do. Right. Or things that you never did. That you've never You're really out never of touch. Done. You're right. out of touch now. Out of sync, right? You're literally, literally reality is not even... When you got people on your team that are hungry and they're after it and they're grinding and then they have questions and you can't relate. Yeah. And you're trying to think of things you used to do or you used to pretend to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're not actually in the game. Man, it's hard. It's really hard to coach people. It is. It's really hard. And it's hard to get coaching from someone who you're like, man, you guys just the the minute someone goes, I actually think I'm better than my coach. Mm hmm. Now, the students should become better than the teacher. But respect is what leadership is. Yes. 
And I think people follow, people go into business with people who they like and, and they respect. And people continue to follow people who they respect. Mm-hmm. Right? And they don't even have to like them at that point anymore. They just, they got to respect them. I got to go, you know what? You know, there's one thing you can't, you can't say about that person is that they don't freaking grind. Like they don't work. Mm-hmm. They don't do what they're supposed to do. Like they, maybe I don't like them. Maybe I don't like the way they communicate sometimes, but damn, they're good at what they do and they get the freaking job done. You can't take that from someone. And uh, if you're a coach, uh, here's what I would tell you. Don't suck. Don't be, don't be a crappy coach. No, you got to make sure that you are on your A game. If you are planning on building any sort of organization. Last thing I will say that we didn't talk about ahead of time Mm -hmm. is as a coach, if you're watching this, you suck if your ego is in the way of you receiving anything that would make you better. Yeah. If, you, if you're going, but, but, but that but, doesn't apply but, to but, me but, because. Right. Like, hello, dude. That means your team's looking at you and they're like, they, they see that. They're, they're thinking about tagging you. Like, in the oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm about to keep the comments off on this one. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they start, if your team's sending you this, they're telling you something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, this was a topic that wasn't, we didn't even pick for any reason other than the fact that a lot of people get stuck mm-hmm. because of these basic things yeah. that really are basic. Yeah. You got to get that fire back. You got to get that drive back. You got to get that enthusiasm back and just work and lead your team. Yeah. Thank you guys for all the support. Our last episode on resentment mm-hmm. was our best per views. Yeah. And thumbs up on YouTube, which was over. And I 20, think a 000. lot of people took action after listening to that. Yeah, so. yeah. Nobody, nobody called and apologized to me for anything. Me but. either. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's okay. <laughs> no, I, uh, I love it, and uh, so thank you guys for that. Anyways, we're done, and we're out. All right, bye guys. All right.